and I think, like I said, you know, I'm, I know I'm, uh, I'm not a, your, your commercial type um, from my generation, which was a generation of overachievers. They call us Generation X, we were overachievers. But I want to say, because I remember during that time period, if you weren't an overachiever, you didn't even leave the start line. You had to be. Sometimes I remember my mom was telling me some stuff as a kid, and, and I'm going to be as professional as I can and right on the edge of PC with this. She goes, boy, if you're not ten times as good as some, you're not going to get looked at at all. And even when you're ten times better, you're probably going to fall dead even. And I'll be damned, she was right. Every fucking time. What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the YOD Podcast, brought to you by Yon Chronicles, www.yonchronicles.com. Be sure to click, subscribe, follow, and share. Don't forget to leave us a comment or give us a five-star rating. We greatly appreciate it. Also, don't just listen, but be a part of the movement. Get all your YOD gear at www.extremepowergym.com. The YOD Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Anthony Yon, and with me, I have the one and only Ninth Con and Jean Master. Tough is good, but smart is better. If you're tough and smart, that's the shit. Are you coachable? And then, Jean Rubin. It's a cap. Yeah. Wild D, Wild D, Wild D. I'm the young old dude with the new allergy. Leader of the new school, old mentality. Got the loose Twitter fingers. You following me? Yeah. Over your head, got too much knowledge. Graduated in games, season no something. Outlast today, don't need no nostalgic. I'm over 38, performing like a freshman in college. I'm the youngest old dude you know. Motive with life change, effortless with the flow. Out of boy, oh, you ain't no. This man against time, and this time, time just had to go. Let me vest 20 pounds of haters and run some more. Steadily getting laughed, I stride around goals. Lost it, I found it and winning. How I catch a bunch of L's, I quarterback the beginning. Yellow YOD. Yeah, I'm a young old dude. Learn the rules like a pro, taking students to school. YOD. Up in the gym, dropping mad shoes. Still hungry, stay season play mad fool. YOD. Stay on my grind, it's that mastermind. Like wine, I get better with time. Y-O-D, oh, you ain't heard about me, got everybody in the city saying Y-O-D. On this episode, we sit down with Miguel Rodriguez, a six-year student from Extreme Power Gym. Enjoy. My name is Miguel Rodriguez. I started training back when I was 16. I left for two years for college. I'm 24 now, so I've been training for six years. All right, so I did martial arts practically my whole life. Probably when I was five years old is when I started doing karate. Anywhere from Tungsudu to Taekwondo is pretty much how I grew up, you know. Um, when I was like about 15, I got injured. I was like in a Saturday sparring team, supposedly to be, go to the Olympics when I was at this uh, appropriate time. I was the youngest guy there. Everybody was a lot older. Um, eventually, you know, from getting hit so hard, my knees, the, my kneecap popped out of socket. It got stuck, stuck on the side of the knee. Um, I ended up going to, rushing to the ER. Uh, transferred me to Children's because I was still a kid. Uh, right away, they did surgery on me. I did, uh, they did 30 staple surgery, reconstructed my whole kneecap, and then uh, you know, I was off for a year. Freshly, when I turned 16, I was really recovering, and uh, at the time, Anderson Silva was like the big deal in, uh, in the UFC, you know? I did a little research, and he, was, uh, he, was, he specialized in Muay Thai. I did a little research online, and I found this gym. I mean, I live in Vista. It, was, it wasn't too bad of a drive, but after reading, you know, and seeing a couple of videos and 
uh, reading like the biography of this place and you know just seeing how the crew would actually spoke about it yeah. you know it it, uh, it gave me confidence to come and check it out you know I came in and checked it out together with my older brother because we both started together for the first two years and uh, we joined and as soon as we got the first class was a Tuesday we already knew it was a uh, it was no joke. Uh, getting to the moment, getting to be Anderson Silva's got to be way harder than luck. <laughs> many people don't know. Many people don't know what Tuesday means. So starting that as your first day, explain the explain how extreme that could be. Tuesday is uh, hell, basically. Uh, it's uh, extremely uh, conditioned. You see, uh, oh man, you see the light. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's nothing but conditioning and uh, oh man, an extreme heat with heaters all around the, the room. And uh, at, at that moment, well, I think we started, it was sit-ups. I think we had to do like 300 sit-ups. I think the most I ever done at that time was like 20 for, for like PE at the time, you know? And uh, we did 300, I was done by then. And we still had to do jumping lunges. We did 300 jumping lunges. Uh, and then I, I remember I did uh, like 10 pull-ups because I was dead, you know? And then we, had to do, we still had to do 300 push-ups. But I don't think I even did the pushes at that time. But after that, we went inside the ring, and it was clinching for like 45 minutes. I didn't have no idea what clinching was at the time. But, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I was done with that day, and uh, my neck, I couldn't feel it for like two weeks. Um, you know, I, I knew it was the, the right place because I, when I talked to him right when, I, when we signed, uh, and after that day, he was guiding us through the, throughout the whole day, we were done, we were outside, we were both laying down on the floor dead, and uh, he comes and tell, you know, starts talking to us, and uh, I remember driving home with my brother, I told him, man, this is his place, because, you know, I mean, this guy, like, he's, you know, he, he has no, uh, doesn't cut corners, either with his words and with the work, you know, I mean, you, that's what you really want, you want to grow somewhere, you know, I mean, knowing, growing up in martial arts, you know, it's all about discipline, and, uh, you know, it's uh, all about discipline, uh, you know, what you really want, I mean, the sky's the limit. It pretty much, you know, now. So we continue working here, and, and I've been here uh, six years now. That's dope, man. That's fun. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you look back and are kind of glad that you started on a Tuesday versus any other day now that you know how everything runs and everything like that, been in, in a while? Absolutely, yeah. Because, uh, you know, Tuesday made me realize how hard it was going to be. And it, made, it made my head, you know, and my, and my heart deep inside, you know, like <laughs> um, take everything a lot more serious because this is not, I could say karate, you know, in a way, I don't want to bag on it because it's how I grew up, do, what I grew up doing. But in a way, to me now, and uh, as soon as I got here, you know, it, from my first day I sparred here, uh, it's a, it's you could say it's a little fake, you know. It's nice, it's, it's showboating. You could nice kicks, everything looks so pretty, but you never, never protect your face. I mean, all you do is kick in the stomach, and you know, it was it wasn't real. Um, right here, everything is more real. If you don't. You don't put your hands up, you know. You get you get dropped or you get cut. You know, <laughs> everything's just more raw. It's 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 realistic. That's dope. Ajahn, uh, just your overall feel for him and his brother when they first started, and then where he's at now. Just uh, how impressed you are, uh, how proud you are. Et all all of the above. They <clears throat> they both came in and they're uh, just the same way they are. Just super nice, sharp, intelligent, well mannered. You could tell they had some some seriously good home training like they was just they were some clean cut dudes and uh and and yeah you could tell they'd done the, the martial art before but their spirit and their vibe was was solid not not pretentious not shallow not 
No, nothing like that. Like they they fit, but then at the same time, like I say, you don't you don't know what you don't know, and then kind of like all right, let's see see what happens. And uh, but they didn't bitch and complain. That that's a, a good tell sign that they didn't bitch and complain. They never uh, cowered. They never took a step back. They just <laughs> if they had to if they had to take a break, hold up, wait, wait, wait. <sighs> okay, and kept chewing, but not a like like throw up the uh, surrender flag. Like that that ain't in e- either one of them, you know. And uh, I'm like, okay, all right, not this sharp ass dude. And uh, his brother was really, really good too. And uh, no, nah, it just it never stopped, you know. And and uh, he always uh, either wears a smile or you can feel the smile in him, like always. And then you know, grind, do the work. <clears throat> and then when when they both groomed, and it's time to like, okay, now you got to test your your soul. Let's see what your metal is and stuff. When the time is right. And and they both always delivered and. You know, for lack of a better word and phrasing this and that, I'm going to just say it the way it is. You know, you Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, combat sports, especially where you're hitting and whatnot. And, and I say it all the time, and it's just not a stretch. you got to be okay with taking an ass beating. Like, you just you, – you, it's coming. That's boxing, you know. And, and, and so if you can let – be okay with, okay, damn, somebody dominated. Yeah. How the fuck did they do it, though? Like, keep, keep doing that and not make it a personal thing. And these two, they're like – all right, and then and, and not not an asshole type, like, and again I think this from the martial art experience that they knew okay what's a, a valid question and what's this bullshit talk like they they never did bullshit talk, and it was pointed and not weighed and not watched so I'm always evaluating like he figured me out you figured me out you've been around me now I'm always evaluating like all right what do you really made of and shit and they both just just smile thanks <laughs> got out the ring for this shit on and see you tomorrow I'm like okay check mark that's what I'm thinking like all right okay and it kept repeating itself and then the skills start to get a little better things start to make sense like they didn't take it like I suck it's like no I need to do this next time and then I need to think about this that's how you think as a martial artist as a, as a warrior competitor and then, then, of course, you always get to that point where it's like, okay, fuck, now I don't know what to do. Hey, crew, what, what do I need to do, man? Because this ain't working, you know, kind of thing. Now, all right. And I get specific. And they're like, hey, cool. And go execute and implement. Got it. And then that push them up. And then it just never stopped, never stopped, never stopped. It just, you know. And, and they come with the, um, the raw stuff in the first place. That, that's, that's it. Just that right piece of clay. Piece of and then the rest is it. This episode is sponsored by Extreme Power Gym. First two classes free. Call 760-672-8860 and schedule an appointment today. Pressure as a whole within Muay Thai. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people, when referring to other people's situations when they're under pressure or even other people when they were in danger, they have the habit of saying, if that was me, I would have, or if I was there, I would have did this, that, and the other, right? But nine times out of ten, people don't really, you're not going to react that way or you don't even know how you're going to react. The beauty of Muay Thai is you practice so much how you're going to react in so many different situations and so many different angles. So just talk about uh, that healthy aspect, that beneficial aspect of practicing how you're going to react and how it actually, when you are actually in under pressure in a real-life situation, it does, it does help, it does benefit. Because the ring, if you, like you said, you're going to take an ass beating, you know, ass beating, that's a real-life situation because right. I mean, in life you can get your ass beat right. at any time. Right. So just talk about that and uh, how Muay Thai helps overall with that. Well, it helps tremendously. Uh, I had a couple of situations where I had, I'm actually, you know, and got in a, a little bit of trouble, but it's all been self-defense, you know. Um, there's always, you know, I, I like, I'm young, you know. I mean, I love women. 
I like to I like to go party, you know. Yeah. I, I like to Ooh. I like to party, you know. I mean, I I'm a different person here. I come here and I train. But when I'm out, you know, I work. But I'm, I mean, I like to go, you know, go party, go meet new people. Right? And then uh, in every situation you're at, you know, there's always has to be that dick. <laughs> oh, right. You know, I don't I don't I don't like to curse, you know, but uh, you know, there's always that person that wants to cause trouble. It's either alcohol, you know, they're just they're just swollen, they want to act, you know, they want to go pick on the little guy or whatever. Uh, it's happened before, it actually happened this year, you know, I, um, and the way, you know, I reacted, I mean, I don't get scared no more, because, you know, what Muay Thai brought to me, you know, it's a lot of respect, a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of self, uh, how do I say, a lot of self confidence. confidence. So, I, you know, in any moment like that, I mean, I mean, before I would get scared. But now, you know, everything happens, it comes out so naturally, you know, from all the training and, you know, everything that this man has really helped me out with, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it just comes out naturally. I don't even get nervous no more. Um, I just do what I have to do to get out of there. Um, there's, a, there's a situation where happened at a bar, you know, uh, earlier this year, and, uh, you know, I, I wrong, wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, the ex-boyfriend came from the girl I was talking to, and... Uh, Try to, you know, cause trouble, bigger guy than me, obviously, a lot bigger, like uh, super swollen, you know, and ended up getting, you know, we got one at it in, in, in the middle of the bar and, you know, broke his jaw and now I'm in a little bit of trouble, you know. But, but uh, you know, it was, uh, it was like the big guy trying to punk the little guy, you know. Growing up in high school, it was the same thing, you know, that I was always trying to get bullied because I didn't want to be a gangster. I grew up in Vista, you know, I, I was a skater. I was a skinny skater, you know, but I, I mean, I, I just never want, I was stayed out of trouble. But I mean, I always, you know, had to, had to show, you know, I was no one to mess with because I, bullies, I, I mean, I mean, I grew up with bullies the whole time, you know. I've been seeing that growing up and that's one thing I hate is bullies. That's why I never stopped training because, you know, at any given time, you just never know when you're going to face one. That's right. You know, so, yeah, what, what Muay Thai brought to me, obviously, like in that situation, I also, when, as I was growing up, training and everything, you know, it helped me you know, protect myself, and then uh, it helped me uh, how to react in the, in the most, uh, you know, scared, stressful environment the right way. And I put a stop to a bully, I hope, you know, and I, I hope I taught someone a lesson, you know, that they needed to get, get a lesson taught to. So, you know, Muay Thai brings you a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of confidence. That's the main thing I think that's helped me out. I mean, you know, getting my ass be here, you know, it allows me, you know, to humble down. I'm not, I'm not going out in the street trying to act out tough. I know how hard, how hard, how it hurts, you know. Yep. But uh, the only difference is I can say is, you know, in the ring you're fighting someone that actually knows how to fight. Right. You're fighting someone that knows how to train, so you gotta be careful when you move. And when you hit, they hit you back, and it hurts. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, in the street, man, you're fight. Most of the time, you're fighting an asshole with a big mouth and all that. Uh, most of the time, you're not gonna get touched because. Like exactly. <laughs> yeah. That, that's it. You know. All, right, all it takes is one move for you to retaliate, and you finish them right there. So it's like, you can't even say it's fun. You can't even say it's enjoyable. And, uh, it's not even an adrenaline rush like it is here. That's why yeah, I call it, it, it exactly. the, the medicine room. You get it out. Exactly. You totally get it out. Yeah. Um, only weak, which is what, what he's saying. <clears throat> and I said it before, time, time, and yesterday, same thing. Individuals that got something to prove, they, they're the... Uh, the epitome of what Ron said, the, the ones that don't know what they don't know. Because if they didn't know, they wouldn't do it. There ain't no fucking way. You just wouldn't do it. 
Hell no. It's like, seriously? Nah. <laughs> As you grow in, uh, in Extreme Power Gym and in, within Muay Thai, you said you've been doing martial arts your whole life. What was the, uh, besides this being real and not just kicking in certain spots, mentally and, I mean, if you want to, spiritually or just whole body, mind, and soul, how was Muay Thai totally different from the martial art atmosphere or, we could say, vibe or whatever that you grew up in that made you, that made you think, you know what I'm saying, this is rather than the physical aspect, but this is something that can help me mentally and, uh, and physically? Um, I, I want to say, yeah, Muay Thai had a lot to do with it, but I believe it was more in this school that had, you know, everything to do with it. But with the John, you know, and the people that he makes around here, basically, um, being surrounded, I grew up, you know, talking to Drew and his brother. I saw him since I was young, since I was a young kid, you know. You talk, you know, people around here as well with him, you know, it makes you feel like this is your second home. But it, it changes you completely, you know. I mean, you have a problem or anything, you come and you take it out here instead of doing something stupid out in the streets. You know what I mean? You know, when I talk to a John, I don't know with anyone, but with me personally, he's always giving me that comfort. If I ever need to talk to someone, you know, he's here. Um, I've been arrested before, and I, you know, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I have. And for some reason, I, every time something is wrong, it's like a feeling because he's known me for such a long time that he knows something is wrong. I come out of jail, and I look at my phone, and I have text messages from, you know, like, or calls, you know, and telling me, like, you know, what's going on. And Where the fuck you at? I, exactly. I get phone calls from him, and I talk to him and everything. And, I, and he, every single time, it's the same thing. You know, if you need anything, I, I, you know, I got you. He always says, I'm always here for you. Yeah. And, you know, that's from a, a point from, you know, not having anyone to talk to realistically, you know, my whole life growing up and practically, you know, having to build myself from nothing on my own and uh, growing up on my own because I didn't have anyone to talk to. And it continues like that. It made me, you know, grow up fairly, fairly quick, you know. And it made me this uh, just, you know, Person, I shut myself down completely, but coming here, it makes me, you know, it lets me open up and release it. And I feel so comfortable with them, you know, and I have a problem and everything. And we come, we always have conversation, you know, and I get here, and I'm like, man, I don't even think I need to train anymore. So I, he already, you know, made me feel the, what I wanted to come in, you know, feel. I feel relieved and happy. I still, I'm already here, so I go in there and train, I sweat everything out, and I leave, I leave home happy again with a smile, you know. It's pretty much what this, what John Rubin, you know, really, really, um, really what he gives to all his students here is uh, priceless. It's kind of, it's yeah, it's kind of yeah. like the beauty of a healthy contention, if you will, in terms of people coming here and they think, yeah, I'm coming in and a fight, 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 and they have this misconception that why the hell do I want to go train? to fight and get hit, wow, but wow, it is, yeah, it's yeah. a healthy contention, it, it, it gets everything out, so Ajahn, yeah. you can talk about that a little bit, just go a little deeper on that, just how healthy it is, it's not you coming in here to get your head smashed in, it's more so, this is a healthy environment, and like you didn't mention, the people you surround yourself with, everybody in here, from the beginning to not turning your foot right and barely putting your, your leg wow. over that cone, oh, yeah. or hitting the cone, trying to get it up, <laughs> like, yeah. nobody's looking at you saying, I oh, look at that dumbass over there, because everybody started at the same spot. So go ahead and elaborate on that a little bit. Um, I guess the, the commonality and the common thread of, uh, of, of growth, and there's a, I, I think I exude an extension of camaraderie that I got from being in the, the Marine Corps, like the, the good part of it, the, 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 the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the family, the, uh, but 100% but positive though. Can't, can't, I can't play bullshit, I can't play, um, 
I can't I can't go with negative, you know, because when you you come from a lot of that, you grow from that, you know, like you're saying, especially you know, when you you didn't come up in in an, in an affluent environment, and you there's something in you think good is strong, whatever you want better. You don't want to go back to that. You don't want to go back to it. You don't want to be around it. You <clears throat> you respect it and get anybody that dealt with it. But it's like, yeah, that was that. Let's go this way. You know, let's all stay, you know, and it's going to be incremental. You know, some some things going to come to some people easier. Some going to struggle a little bit more in this and that shit. It's just like I was talking about uh, individuals that, that try to criticize you. Uh, it was two classes back, two or three classes back. Fuck, I can't remember now. Maybe it was last Wednesday uh, during training camp. <clears throat> and I said that. And I challenge anybody to 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 do research, see if I'm wrong on this. Because I thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and thought, thought. And I can't think of one instance. I'm talking all the way back to the very first ass beat never took, all the way up and through to now and watching in this whole thing. When you, you the things you go through physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, whatever in that ring, everyone goes through. Every human, is this a human thing? You get it? So none of us that have gone through any of it criticize someone else going through it, whether they're a little bit self-conscious, whether um, they, they, they go 100% introvert, overly extrovert, and overly extrovert is a weakness too. It's this, um, let me see if I can, uh, we used to have this one saying, one guy, he says, um, if I can't dazzle you with my brilliance, I'm going to baffle you with my bullshit. You ever heard that one? I heard that one. Yeah. Hey. So when someone's overly like that, and that's when a motherfucker like me pull back and go, "All right, what you hiding?" Either way, is that the the two the two extreme? No, just stay in here. So what? You gonna make mistakes? Okay. And then individual like, ah, look at that. Ha, ha, ha. They when when someone comfortably does that, they've never done it. They avoid doing it themselves. No one going through. There's nothing negative to say. It's like just keep keep doing it. <laughs> like you see me with, with anybody here. Like, I, I could just go. <laughs> cause I'm like I'm like cause I already know if 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 you just keep doing it, you're gonna break a threshold. He's seen it. I don't know how many times has he been here? And when you do, you can. It's it's like a Buddhist thing. Once you know, you can never unknow. You can't go back. And then you start thinking. What the fuck was I thinking in the first place? But the, but it's a different language until you just go through it yeah. and you just you 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 blossom some weird ass shit, you know. So I I refuse to let go of trying my best to get that out of people. But it's almost like I know that there's a a psychological and spiritual pot of gold waiting on each person if they just go go through that weird baptism. Yeah. You, you gotta it's like motherfucker, you gotta trust me. Hang in there, and you can't go around it. That you, the, the process itself, it's so grueling. Yeah, but you get um, anxiety out. You get you 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 had a dude. Um, oh my God, he's a one cat's a realtor. One guy's a what the hell is he? T- a technical type, and he just point blank told me he goes, man. He said, I work so hard, and he says, I'm so frustrated and stuff, and I got no outlet. And I said, he said, now I'm starting to, to, to go off when I shouldn't be. I'd be at the grocery store, and I snap, and he goes, I know it's wrong. I need, you know, he said, I need, like, a real outlet. And I see he, I ain't going to name some other places. I can see on his gloves where he's been in training. He goes, he didn't, he didn't get what he was looking for 
there. And he also said, he goes, I need a sense of camaraderie. I need a sense of teamwork. I, you know, I, like I said, I said, dude, you found it already. I said, can we come in here like 80s and the 90s, which what I do is what we did. And I just didn't sell out. Like it's, you know, it's going to suck, but everybody in here going through the same thing. It's all good, man. Let's go, go knock out that thousand. Or, or the look on some faces. Wait, did you say a thousand? <laughs> You're like, who the fuck is a thousand? Like, did, you said a thousand? Like, yeah. God damn. And look around, everybody like, yeah, normally we do two. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just that shock. It's like, are you serious? And it's like, it, it ain't as bad as it sounds. And then once they they do it and become it and whatnot, and you see the, the benefit, like something in here, it calms down. It, it sits down. Yeah, you start getting a little bit better shape. Yeah, the things start to make more sense. And, and it's it's uh, tangible. You can feel, and then not of course you can feel it. Then the thing is, okay, well, how much further do you want to go? Because if you keep doing it, all it's going to do is increase, 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 increase. So you're around people that go through it, and then or you see somebody like a like a Drew finished product or, uh, or Allen or or whoever like when they peak, and you look and go, God, that shit, that's badass. Well, yeah. So they did the same you doing. They just kept going. That's all these guys on the wall and, and the ladies and shit. They kept going. They all walked in, didn't know shit on a shingle, and A, B, C, one, two, three, and kept repeating. I said, you ain't no different. I ain't saying you got to go that far, but if you keep at it, you'll morph into that too or a semblance of it or whatever you want from it. I said, this ain't no – I think the biggest thing is just knowing that it's not – there's no bullshit in here. There's no – um. in the Western, you know, they, they, I love watching Western movies too and – the, the the dude that with the buggy selling all this shit and he's selling uh, snake oil and sugar water and all some shit and say, well, if you do this, you, you know, it's bullshit. I, that's not what I sell here. I sell the truth. I think everything you say in terms of the process, if you keep going and stuff like that, you'll see, you'll see, you'll start to love it more. You'll start to crave it more. It get, does get more challenging, oh, yeah. but I think it's perfect because I mean, I, I know a lot of times, at least for me, when I'm in it, like this takes like 30 minutes. And then, like, even and usually for people 30 minutes in, you're, like, tired. Like, I'm almost on my workout, huh? But for, like, if for some strange reason in here, maybe for other people, too, 30 minutes in, you're, like, shit, I got my win. Let's go. I'm going to yeah, work, 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 yeah, work. And you're, like, yeah. let's go even harder. Mm -hmm. So just talk about how, though it does get challenging, yeah. Muay Thai has a way of causing you to hunger for that challenge and yeah. want more of that challenge and how that can translate into life. I think, and, and you, you know, give your, your view because you, you've gone through it. I think that... Uh, like, for, for me, being the age I am and, and as much as I've done, because my physical best, best prime was between 20 and 25 years ago. And I'm glad I gave 110% and didn't. I can leave it back there, and I don't feel like, well, I should have. I couldn't. There was no way I could have physically done more. I did that shit on purpose so I could walk away from that aspect and still feel fine. But I could never, until the day, as my dad would say, to the day my head get cold. I mean, dead, right? I'm still going to be doing this somehow. It's just, so, so you said, what's the attraction? What's the addiction? I mean, it, it never, ever, ever lets you down. It keeps you sharp. It keeps you alert. Like you, and when you're younger, you do a lot and you work on the out, 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 which you're supposed to. But, but that only stretches like a rubber band. It's like, okay, it's max. Then it retracts, and then everything started working more in, 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 in. Then when the in, in, in work, then it goes up, up, up. That, that's how it works if you stay at it. And so you see, um, I guess it's a way for me, I look at it like uh, continuous growth. 
Because whatever you can't necessarily do, quote unquote, physically, there's still mental and emotional stuff. And that's why it's easy for me to, when I hear like something he's going through or maybe something you go through or whatever, and it's kind of like almost 95% of the time I heard it before. Not, not, not once or twice, like several times, you know, and, and, and it, it keeps in that kind of a thing. And so this, I guess what I'm saying in this environment, it keeps your feet on the ground keep your head pointing in the, 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 the right direction and you keep doing that and then everything else peripherally just falls into place. You know, you, you, you have to have, because <clears throat> you're human, you get up, you, you go to do your day. Well, everybody else getting up to do their day too and sometimes they shit crosses you <laughs> and you get stuck in somebody else's nonsense whether it's on the freeway, in the grocery store, you trying to buy some clothes or something, somebody treats you wrong or or you see some kid about to screw up and your mind is you frustrated with something, but you forget that for a second and help this kid because you're still sharp. You could do that. Well, that has a ripple effect. You did a good deed. You you feel good because, damn, I just saved this little kid. The kid don't know it, but who gives a shit? Not like you want to, hey, everybody, give me a, give me a, recognize me. You don't give a fuck. You just did a good human thing. So it's this constant, um, it's kind of like good Go out good, come back as, as much as possible. Sometimes good, go out and shit, come back, but you don't go at it that way, <laughs> you know. And, um, you know, not for nothing, like, you know, my peer group, I, I you know, and I, I try to warn, you know, every dude that'll listen, because I heard it before, not just heard, but I watched. Like, you can tell me something, but if it don't make sense, I'm like, fuck you, because I ain't, I ain't eating it, whatever. I'll placate you, but no. Nah. And I watched, and it's like, no, men, the best of athletes, you train, you eat right, you do all this shit right. It's still a window of time. And, and, and God can be like, hey, motherfucker, you got to sit down on this now. <laughs> you can do that, but you got to let that be. You, you, you don't get to keep doing it and stuff, you know. And so, like, okay, and most cats, and it's right around 38, 37, 38-ish, 39 pushing it. But usually... Like you, you, you. And I, I tell Drew and the guys in here, like, it, it creeps at you. Like, like, like that time thing. Like, hey, 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 aging as an athlete. If and if you do everything right and you're in shape, I mean, every fucking thing, you stay on your regiment. It starts to tap you a little bit. It flirts with you at like a 36 ish, maybe 35, 36. Meaning like, a, I, I gave him an analogy. I said, yeah. I said it's like a person that, like. Like a neighbor you invited over to watch a show or something, and they stay too long. No, no, not not that they do, but 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 you can tell they just just right at the point where it's like, okay, motherfucker, you need to go now. Just that initial thought, but then they leave though. So that's a little, because they never did it before, right? Never did it before. Then all of a sudden you're like, motherfucker, get off my couch, man, go home. Kind of kind of like that, right? So you 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 relate. Somebody done that shit, so you get it, right? Well then. As time go on, the motherfucker stay a little longer. <laughs> he leave, but he stay a little longer. And you're like, when is And you, you don't want to be a dick and say, man, kill your ass home. You're thinking it, though. And then once it get right to the edge where it's like you're right about to say it, and it's all dog, I'm going to bounce, whatever. And you're like, motherfucker, right? Then it disappeared. But this is when, when by 38 or so, this is what happened. <laughs> motherfucker don't, don't come and hang out too long. He, he pick a room. <laughs> he got a, he got a room in your house now. Well, the time go on. Guess what? That motherfucker become your house. <laughs> See, you can relate to that. 
It's like here, gone. It's like you just little shit like it. But most guys just go, fuck it. 100% give up. And it makes all the sense in the world. It's so fucking hard to keep going. But then, us men, you know, women got their thing too, but us men, so you got your teens, that's one thing. You got your 20s, and good God, if you fuck that up, that's on you. You don't use your physical prime because that's what most regret shit. And then don't really appreciate it till 30s hit. And then that's – so that go – and then you hit 40. And I'm going to throw this out. One thing I did notice in the older guy because I'm training at 24-Hour Fitness, um, when I was 41, that was – and I it was – I don't even know why it happened the way it did, but I wanted to lift heavier and all this little stuff. I Just for whatever, I just felt like doing it. And I was strong as shit. And this one guy came up to me and said, man, how old are you? And I said, I'm 41. He said, well, he said, I'm going to tell you, I think he's about – he had to be like early 60s or so at the time. And he said, uh, he said, this is going to be the, the physically strongest that you'll probably be. I said, for real? So, yeah, it's all of us. Because you can see the, the older guys, but they were athletes. And you can see the, because the, they're still in the training, but the body tells what you did in the past if you watch them, you know. And I said, for real? He said, yeah. I said, all right. The motherfucker was right. Because it, it hung about a year. And then after that, it's like, None of my joints could handle it anymore. My muscles didn't want to do it anymore. I got like, I can't let that shit go, and then go more back into just the cardio, calisthenics, and this kind of thing. Like, there's just windows of time and what you can and can't do. That's if you on it. And so I'm saying that it keeps you if you aren't lazy. You 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 like right now in my last physical, all my internal shit is still like in my mid 20s or so. Thank goodness. Like the pancreas, the liver, the kidney, the Whatever the fuck. Like, they do a thorough goddamn check, you know. Well, that's because of my lifestyle. You know, I think a gang of fucking supplements also shit. You know, I'm just regimented. You know, and not bragging or boasting shit. It's because I, I you know, I don't bear the majority of people in my family, my uncles and aunts and shit. Too much drinking, too much drugging, wrong shit, eat wrong, don't drink, whatever. Th- this thing deteriorates. Well, I got their genetic makeup, too. So if I feed that, guess what? I'm going to go down the same fucking road. I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'm good. Mm-mm. We ain't living forever, but I'll be damned if I'm going to help that shit along. <laughs> ain't in a hurry. You see what I'm saying? So this thing, it's, um, it's, a, it's not just a, it's a lifestyle, but you know without question it's fucking healthy. Just, you know, we going to age. Yeah, because if you ain't aging, you're dead. There ain't no in between. It's one or the fucking other. So, so, and then others, you know, I'll say with like, a, you know, pain in the body and whatnot. Well, you're going to have pain. The question is, which one you going to pick from being inactive or active? Because they, they, there's no fucking escaping that. One, at least, you know, you go get your physical and shit. Doctors got some good shit to say mostly. The other one look at you like, hey, motherfucker, you might need to change how you eat. Yeah. You ever heard of exercise? Yeah. And that's normal as shit, Right. So, you know, this thing right here, like I said, one, it keeps you really, really sharp, and you, your feet on the ground, and you're um, aware and, and, and I think ready and prepared for, like, real-life shit, though. Not a whole bunch of fantasy bullshit and, you know, like I was discussing in the self-defense class, you know, I, I don't it, – it, it, it bothered me, <clears throat> you know, years ago when I was teaching Taekwondo and um, – I was first degree black belt. I was the most reputable instructor at the time. And I, I substituted somebody's class in this guy at the time. I was 23, 24, I think. 
This guy had to be mid-30s, and he was upset. He was heartbroken because he took his um, his wife, he had two, three kids, and they stopped at the gas station, you know. He get out of the car, dude said, hey, man, give me a wallet. And I was like, what do you do? I gave it to him. I said, well, do you have a knife or gun? No. And I didn't, he, he already felt like shit, so I didn't say anything. I'm thinking in my mind, fuck that motherfucker, give you my damn wallet. Because I would assess and look like, you know, when somebody walk up on me, I can't, I'm, I do this computer thing like a doo doo doo. I'm like, from head to toe, if anything's sticking out here, here. Like, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. And then as they're talking, as they're talking, because some people, like, if they dirty, when they talk, certain parts of the body already go to do something like they're heading this way, they're heading, like, I look for all this shit. And I'll take a step back and it's like, okay, I don't know you. Why are you walking up on me? You know, this kind of thing. So I'm, I'm just saying I think in the, in the martial way. But then this dude, I'm like, like, he didn't try anything. He didn't even, he just. So so, so I said, what's bothering He said, well, I've been doing this for five years. It dawned on me. I didn't know what to do. He wasn't my student. I'm thinking in my mind, <laughs> fuck <laughs> that. Why? He, dude, this was like 90, oh, my God, 92. Nah, I must have been 23, so early 91-ish or so. So he, I think I was paying like, I mean, it was expensive then. Maybe like 70, 70-something bucks or so. So he'd been paying that all that time, all those years. Then. And he like, you know, and I didn't get into like, why are you still here? I kept my mouth shut because I was not the master teacher. And then I just, I broke away, and I'm like, I can kiss my ass. Now, granted, I had more oomph to me because, you know, I was doing the stuff in then hand-to-hand combat. So I was, I'm teaching how to kill motherfuckers half the day, and I'm like, well, that ain't this or whatever. But I'm not him. But how many times did that go through people's minds? And, and so with me, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm teaching you, so I want you to have some realistic fucking confidence and belief in yourself and some skill that if you do need it and you can do something, do that if it's – you know, again, no, no knife, no no gun, no so shit, you know, and, and, you know, why would you learn how to defend yourself and then don't try? Don't just listen, but be a part of the movement. Get all your YOD gear at www.extremepowergym.com. The YOD podcast. Thanks for listening. This thing brings about awareness. This thing brings about um, when you, you train to a certain point that under pressure, like gradually, I turn up the heat on you. Not too much, because if anybody too much too soon, it breaks a person. But just gradual, 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 gradual. And the next thing you know, you're in it, and you become comfortable in chaos. Like, you really settle into it, just don't give a fuck. You're like, hey, man, let's see what you got, whatever. Catch a couple of shots, you still, your head calm as can be. Like, you just, <laughs> your heart rate's up, but it's not like crazy. It's like um, if you're in the middle of your rope and you're just hot. Like, it's high, but you can just go and go and go and go and go. So imagine that. So you're under pressure. So the physiology in your body is up and whatnot, but your head is calm. So when when something happens, like you go to, whoop, okay, alert, but you calm in it, though. It's just it's different. Now, you can't get that unless you do go through training. A fight uh, late last year, you know, but, man, it was the hardest thing I think I've ever done. Uh you know, you, you run every day, and, you know, I, I used to play soccer almost every weekend, and, uh, you know, I thought I was in top shape, but around here is a whole different thing than running 10 miles a day, you know? Um, 
you get here, you condition. It helps you condition for more than three rounds. You don't just do three rounds here. And when you're, when you're training for a real fight, you know, or something serious at that matter, you train six, sometimes it even makes you do 10 rounds. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that's when you do, uh, that's, when, that's like I said, you see the light when you see that, you know? Um, you know, uh, John Ruman, together with this, with this, you know, incredible school, that we like to call it school, um, you know, it helps you uh, grow as a person and condition yourself for every, every um, situation possible outside of this, this school, you know? Um, it'll, you, you name it, either work, like I said, in a, in a bad situation at a bar or, you know, just an asshole at your local, you know, grocery store. Uh, it'll help you prepare, you know, and be ready for any situation possible. Um, it'll help you how to, even when you're at work stressing, you know, and because I work behind a computer and a desk, so you stress, you know, and then you get uh, overwhelmed with all this work and everything, but it, it helps you how to, uh, how to, how to uh, contain yourself and how to, how to uh, manage all that anger and, you know, save it for later to come here and take it out of the gym, you know. It makes you, in a way, become more responsible and uh, gets you ready for everyday life and reality, you know. And just the yeah. importance of uh, mentorship and uh, being coachable. Just expand on that for the people that may not um, feel the need that they needed the, a mentor or somebody to to be under and be humble enough to listen to what they have to say to help them get better. Just talk about the importance of being coachable, one, and just having a mentor in your life. Well, if you want to become something or at least respectable in the ring, you know, you have to be coachable. Meaning you have to know how to listen and how to follow directions and be willing to, you know, do whatever you're told, uh, no matter who the person is, you know. It could either be, it could be your crew, a John Rubin, or it could be just someone that's more experienced from you inside the, inside the ring, you know. Right. Yeah, you, you, just, you, know you're, you have to be able to um, take in knowledge without being too, too uh, how do I say, too um, arrogant to think that you know you're better than anyone else. You don't want to take uh, uh, like advice from any, any, any random person. Uh, no matter what, you need, you need someone to guide you because uh, it's simple, like in a fight, you know. You train and all that. Yeah, you read the person. You could read them. You know, you could do things. Uh, you could, like a jab, you could slip it and hit them because, you, you know, you read the person already. But there's also things that you don't see that a John sees. You know, when you go back to your corner, it's like, oh, right, man. You know, I'll throw this, uh, throw a body kick, and then throw a double hook, and it's, it's there all the time. And then in your head, you're like, well, I don't think so. You know, you, you don't, yeah, it doesn't look like it. I mean, I'm in the middle of the ring, you know, I'm, I'm getting my ass beat. I, I feel every hit. I mean, I don't think I can throw it. And then he got, yells at you, like, just do it. Listen, you throw it, and it connects. You drop the person, and you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, what the hell? You know, like, I didn't ask you. You didn't see it. You know, that's why you got to be coachable, you know, be able to be coachable. And, you know, be able to follow directions and, you know, have a, you know, for so to say, a, a mentor. Yeah. You know, like this man right next to me is someone that, you know, I, in reality, you know, and, uh, and it's someone that I really look up to. You know, I mean, he accomplished more things than the average person person does, so I, I, I don't say that I want to be just like him. But in the, in the form of I want to be his age and be able to do the things he does, that's what I, that's what I want to do. You know, I'll be able to be uh, healthy, and just, you know, you talk to him right away, as soon as you talk to him, he's a not, you know, you can see he's extremely knowledgeable. He's extremely uh, educated just by the way he speaks. You know, he's a great person. And, uh, you know, that's, that's something I want to get from him.
become a great person, better, you know, better myself and just be someone respected, you know, respectful to everybody else. Just how he shows respect to anyone else. That's why it's so easy, you know, to continue to be here and, you know, and continue to come here and see this as my second home. It seems that in, in uh, as Rudy said that, and I've said it too, but it's funny, it came out of it. Like, I got one face. I don't have two, three faces. I, you, you, you catch me in the middle of the night and I'm the same goddamn dude and I'm the same with every body, everybody. I don't, I don't play, um, you know, when a top, top level uh, fighter comes in and he different than you. Now y'all same, same. Somebody brand new, stuff, same, same, you know. And, and so for, for those that don't make it in here or last long, what, what I see is it's they, for the most part, I, I don't, I could be wrong, but I don't think they like what they see when they look in the mirror. I don't think they like what they see when I, because I force everybody to take inventory of yourself. Everybody. Like, it's impossible to improve if you don't even know what you're working with. Come to terms with that first. Who are you? Where are you? Where the fuck are you trying to go? Like, to, to really do it. It makes, I don't care who you are. Everybody got to go through that. And I just see something that it, it bothers them to, and they can't discern criticism and constructive criticism. They think it's the same. It's like, no, wait, hold up. You know, you literally do um, bring your chin up in the air before you do everything. Like, wait, you want me to tell you that's not what you're doing? Like, I'm, I'm baffled here. You want to get better or not? Yeah. It's just some just their, um, their spirit is, is more fragile than, than glass. And it's almost like, I, I mean, some people, I don't know if, 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 if uh, no, I do know. I mean, it's, it's, it's true. And I'm not the only one, like a lot of gurus say the same thing, that when most people do the uh, introspective uh, search, don't really do like what they find. It was like, okay, well, how, <laughs> how you expect to grow? Because yeah. it's impossible, absolutely impossible. No different, like I said before in podcast, if I'm going to take a trip to wherever, I need a map. And then it'd be good to talk to somebody that been there already. Like, hey, how's this size up? Get a get a clue. Don't just and then all right. So if I'm gonna buy a ticket to go to wherever, I gotta know where I'm flying out of. <laughs> it's the same thing. So you know, and and I think, like I said, you know, I'm I know I'm um, I'm not a your your commercial type um, from my generation, which was a generation of overachievers. They call us Generation X, we were overachievers. But I want to say, because I remember during that time period, if you weren't an overachiever, you didn't even leave the start line. You had to be. Sometimes I remember my, my mom was telling me some stuff as a kid, and, and I'm going to be as professional as I can and right on the edge of PC with this. She goes, boy, if you're not 10 times as good as some, you're not going to get looked at it at all. And even when you're 10 times better, you're probably going to fall dead even. And I'll be damned, she was right. Every fucking time. It's a cap. Look, rep extreme power, you can ask Ruben. Knocked that on my life, but I keep moving. The proof is in the pudding, I'm going to keep proving. Muay Thai ain't strike, fight right, or keep losing. I'm in the gym, where you be at? We make pain hurt good, where you see that? Thug is not an option, built just from scratch. 
had success in my brain, struggle on my back. Brazilian got it from my mama. Yeah. Work ethic got it from my father. Yeah. When hard times got harder, I suffered through life's karma, used it all to push me farther. That's that everything I got, music. Until my heartbeat stopped, stupid. This for everyone that thought I forgot. Hope that I make to the top. This one for y'all, lose it. Good, better, best, never gonna win. All day and all night, giving nothing lame. I had to fight to stay winning. And we all come from beginnings. Give it all extreme power and gene. Good, better, best, never gonna win. All day and all night, giving nothing lame. I had to fight to stay winning. And we all come from beginnings.